Hello and welcome to episode 166 of the Super Horror Bros podcast. I'm your host Matt and joining me as always is my brother Mike. Hello. How's it going? Yeah, not bad man, not bad. Good, good. Hopefully I don't sound too terrible right now um, as yeah, I'm 50-50. recovering from an illness, but you know, we've got to get the show up. Um, the show must go on because we just have so much to talk about uh, this month. Stephen King stuff just keeps dropping. Yeah, he does. He's a very prolific guy, isn't he, is our Stephen? Um, yeah, he's, he's um, you know, he's penned a few things, hasn't he, over the years? Yeah. And if that Netflix money comes calling, like, who's to say no? Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, we're going to be talking about In the Tall Grass uh, later on in this episode. Um, but first, a little bit of news. And before we get into the news, just a sort of public service announcement and kind of, I guess, the last official um, hype train update. Um, oh, we might have one more thing up our sleeve. Yeah, but this is kind of like as part of the hype train updates, I yeah. guess, is that, yeah, Free From Hell is out. Um, so go crazy and, and hopefully go buy it and enjoy it. Um because yeah. yeah, it's finally out, which is pretty crazy. I mean, if you haven't gone to see it already, what what are you doing? Go go pick up the Blu-ray. Yeah, for I've sure. I've seen it three times now. <laughs> it felt right. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, obviously we did a show on it, so you guys can check that out. It was spoiler-free. Um, and yeah, we do hopefully want to do a sort of spoiler cast once everyone has seen the movie as well. Um, mm-hmm. And of course, we had an interview with the great Richard Brake as well, so check that out also. Um but yeah, it's. It, I just thought I'd mention that because it's weird that it's finally out. And it's cool seeing like all the responses on Twitter and stuff. Oh, it's awesome! Digging it. Did, I saw in America they they had um, free T-shirts with the, yeah. the Blu-ray, mm-hmm. which was awesome. Um, what was it? Uh, Disco sucks. Like yeah, Richard T-shirt. I was like, ah. Yeah, it was like a but Walmart still, exclusive box, yeah. there, which is pretty cool. And like the the box, the artwork looked lovely as well. But to mm. be fair, I've got my Blu-ray sitting on my shelf. I'm pretty goddamn happy yeah it's pretty awesome um but yeah the first news item in fact is an update on a blu-ray release which I, i'm assuming we're going to be both very excited to buy um which is one freaks uh, yeah. obviously we covered it at fright fest and it was incredible and it is coming apparently on blu-ray and dvd uh, on december 10th yes. um so just in time for the holidays I was say, just in time for our year end as well you yeah know, get that um, little rewatch see where it lies and yeah, it has a director's commentary and a behind the scenes, which is pretty cool. I think it is like a two disc version nice. as well. Um, nice. And yeah, looks UK? fantastic. Is it UK? I think so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. Um, again, we never know until these things actually exist. Mm. Um, but who knows? Oh, let's, hope, let's hope so. <laughs> yeah, let's hope so. That's a really nice one. Like, I really do want to rewatch that before year end as well. So fingers crossed. Um, next up. Currently not on Amazon. So right, watch this space. Hmm um yeah next up obviously we had the news i don't know if we actually talked about this last week but it got kind of got announced really randomly that they're doing a um tv version of maniac cop did you see this news <laughs> no i didn't see this <laughs> oh this is so wild like um yeah, so, so that in itself is weird but then it's hbo that are making it as well which <laughs> blows my mind because yeah hbo have been really really good recently and they, they haven't really done you know specifically horror focused stuff um so, Have they cast Bruce yet? No, I don't think Bruce is going to be God involved. Damn it. Um, but yeah, kind of um, the main person who's heading it is Nicholas, uh, I think it's Winding or Winding, uh, Remf, uh, who kind of, a Drive was his big standout movie, which I right. have seen, that I loved. And then I haven't seen his more recent stuff, so I, I should go and check it out. Um, but yeah, he's kind of like the one who's like the executive producing it and sort of thing. Um, 
and yeah, they, they just kind of announced it last week, really. And it's pretty cool because obviously, I think it was earlier this year, wasn't it, when we talked about Mania? Yeah, so, and we said um, it was ripe for a remake, really. 100%. You know, it's so. so socially relevant right now. And so, yeah. yeah, I think it's I think it's awesome that they're doing this. And yeah, TV shows, like they're, it's always interesting. I feel like we hear this all the time, these kind of horror films being adapted into mm. TV shows. Um, and when they have happened, they've been pretty damn good. Um I just don't want this to be like a child's play. Like, I remember when we thought we was going to get a child's play TV series. That was funny. <laughs> I, rem- I remember. Yeah. Good times. We're all done. Mm-hmm. We might yeah. get to see a continuation of that one day. Who knows? Who knows? We always like, have really... cult. Yeah, we will. Just make a goddamn <clears throat> sequel to it, man. Um, mm. But yeah. Um, <laughs> next up on the on the news is just a, a short little update because we are mere oh God, a couple of weeks away from Doctor Sleep at this point. Um, Don't man, I can't talk about it. Like I'm trying, to, <laughs> even though we're we're talking about King this week, I'm trying not to think about it. Oh no, I'm going to keep bringing it up. Um, but yeah, we do have a runtime for Doctor Sleep. Um, two hours fourteen. Nope, it's longer than The Shining. Um, <laughs> two hours thirty-two. Oh, that's beautiful. So yeah, it's a big boy uh and i cannot wait hell yeah hell yeah one thing i would say on that is i've seen that the tv spots have now dropped mm. and obviously you're staying away from it like the plague mm-hmm. which you definitely should um yep. but dr sleep has one of the best theatrical trailers that i've seen in the cinema all year it's phenomenal it's so hype i mean you get hyped just sitting there with your eyes shut listening to the music yeah um, the music's so good <laughs> you know the trailer is pure hype the the tv spot rubbish honestly made me less excited for the movie even though like it it, deep down it didn't but i honestly if i'd have seen that first it just has no pop to it and just it's it's dreadful i Mm. I just can't believe that the trailer could be cut and and look so bad it has none of the music and Hmm. yeah it's just it's just a shame really because that's what most people are going to probably see um but but still my my hype levels could not be higher yeah, it's weird how that translates sometimes. I, mm. I have seen a couple of the posters for it, and I don't like any of the posters I've seen. Um, mm. In particular, I really don't like the tagline, and I get it, it's marketing, but it says something along the lines of the next chapter in the Shining Saga. And, right. and it's just like, that doesn't, to me, that doesn't accurately describe what this movie is anyway. Like, no. a saga, a sequel to a movie is not a saga. Like, no. <laughs> you know, everyone and wants to get on the train now of like these things that have been going on forever, but it's just a sequel. Yeah, yeah. Like once you get to like four or five, you're you're in you're in a saga. Then yeah, like get past the trilogy, then we'll talk. Mm. Like it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, so I get why they do it, but yeah, just I didn't like any of the posters either. Mm. Um, and then yeah, lastly, the final bit of news is a cool one because it's another update on a movie that we did see at Frightfest this year. A release date for a serial killer's guide to life. Hell yeah. So um yeah we are, we obviously Did Arrow knew this one up? yes we knew that yeah. Arrow was releasing Beautiful. this one um Beautiful. and they still are and it is coming out January 13th 2020 good times so yeah pr- hopefully uh, everyone will check this out because yeah we enjoyed it a lot obviously you can go back and listen to our fright fest coverage i think it was in part 3 when we talked about it and um I think so, obviously yeah. spoiler free um but yeah we were both big fans of this movie yeah that, that was our bonus like movie wasn't it yeah and it was one hell of a bonus. Yeah, definitely can't wait to check it out. All we need now, because Horn is US mm. shutter, isn't it, right now? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, don't think, I don't think we're able to watch it in the UK. I, th- it, I think it might be on, like, uh, paid for streaming. Yeah, is it on, like, like, iTunes and stuff, I think? Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I think it is somewhere like that. Um, I don't think it's, like, Blu-ray, a, is it, or anything? Th- no, there's another movie called Horn, <clears throat> though, that came out recently that's been, like... Right 
sat on the sat on the um shelves for ages so whenever i search for it 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 finds that yeah but um yeah it is on itunes right uk itunes yeah i'm gonna give that another watch yeah i definitely want to see it again but it's one that i would if i'm paying the money i'd rather buy the blu-ray of it yeah Um, i just want to own it mm. but uh yeah we'll be able to own serial killer's guide to life early next year which is very cool um because yeah i'm sure we'll both be watching that very soon um definitely but yeah should we talk about this week's film let's do it let's talk about in the tall grass So yeah, obviously, as we mentioned at the start, the latest <laughs> Stephen King adaptation, um, certainly not the biggest or most hype of the year, um, because there has no, been a lot. It's weird, really, because I, I would have thought that Netflix would have um, pimped this out more, being like yeah. right sandwich between it and Doctor Sleep. And it kind of, yeah. you know, it came out with, with not crazy fanfare. Like, obviously, we mm. were aware of it, but... You know, ordinarily, these sorts of things I'd expect to be absolutely chucked all over Netflix. I think it's did all right because you know how they have those like chart system now on Netflix. Oh, okay, right, God yeah. knows how reliable that is, but um, it was like in the top five on movies not, for the week. Not, uh, not at all curated. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say it's not just like here's the things we want you to yeah. watch. But, here's um, the Netflix originals that we need to get you to watch. <laughs> Exactly. Um, but yeah, it was top five on that for whatever that means. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. This didn't feel like like there has been a few Netflix releases. Obviously, I know it's completely different, but have you, have you seen that Paul Rudd TV show that starts very soon? Um, <laughs> yeah, have I? Like, I mean, like, it's just it's just constantly been spammed at me. Yeah, and it's like he's been everywhere promoting the shit out of this as well. Like everywhere you look, it's Paul Rudd right now. So I'm not complaining because uh, he's a great guy. But um, yeah, it's like Netflix are clearly promoting the hell out of that. And then it's like it's funny when you see this no big Stephen no King um, adaptation. No one's really asking about him about uh, Ghostbusters though. That's what they need to do. Oh god, don't don't start. I don't even want to ask further because I even know what that means, and I'm happy with my ignorance. So let's move on. He was cast. <laughs> Was, was he? Yeah. Ugh. I've been avoiding everything about that current, like that new Ghostbusters. I can't help it, like man. New Terminator. I can't. I can't do it. Look, they're my childhood movies. One day, <laughs> one day there'll be one whilst I'm an adult that I can enjoy. There absolutely won't be. <laughs> <laughs> I can guarantee that for you right now. God damn it! Just let them die. Let them die. Um, but yeah, in the tall grass, should we talk about that instead? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. What's it about? So, um. It's just about like some really tall grass and people drive past it and it sucks. Pretty much. Yeah. I, I mean, I kind of said that as a joke and then I suddenly realised that actually I've kind of nailed it. That's the level that Stephen King's at right now. He's just like, some grass, it just sucks. Let's write it. Yeah. Um, yeah basically, a brother and sister um, are driving along kind of one of these, I think they're in like Kansas or somewhere. But just one of these kind of vast, it's long, straight roads in in America, and um, there's all these. It's very derelict. They drive past like a random derelict bowling alley, mm-hmm. and then um, uh, and there's just these giant crop fields of tall grass, and uh, they pull over and hear a young boy crying for help, saying that he's lost, and um, they both enter the tall grass and. Um, Pretty much instantly, um, we realised that this is just fucked and that the tall grass is um, able to manipulate 
time, space, mm. whatever you want, really. It's, you know, straight away characters are, uh, they get split up and they, they instantly kind of shout each other. And one minute the voice is right next to him and the next minute it moves. Characters, they, they stay still, but the voices don't move. Um, at one point, the characters jump out of the grass. This is all within like the first few minutes and kind of they're, say, 10 feet apart. And then they jump again and they're 100 feet apart. And so everything's being manipulated and messed up and kind of, you know, the rest of the movie is basically our characters exploring the grass and uh, trying to figure out um, how to how to get out. And by exploring the grass, I'm not talking drug references either. <laughs> Literally just wandering around. This is a very grass. trippy movie. It is a trippy movie. It's a weird one, really. Um Obviously, we've said before, based off of Stephen King and Joe Hill. Um, it was a short story, wasn't it? I believe that they wrote I think together. So that would make and sense. It makes a hell of a lot of sense. <laughs> this this stinks of Joe Hill short story. Um, yes, a lot um, of ideas that aren't fully fleshed out. Correct, correct. Um, because yeah, kind of jumping into my opinions of this movie, um, I, I was left fairly disappointed, really. Um, it, this movie made me ask a lot of questions initially, um, especially I, I alluded to in my description, you know, they start to mess with time. Um, and I started to kind of question like, what the hell is this? Are we actually going to get like answers uh, ultimately? And I was, cause, cause it's so confusing. And then probably about halfway through, I, I realized that like, we ain't getting jack shit. Like, this is just going to be one of these weird-ass things. And mm. if you're into it, you'll be into it. But I just wasn't. Like, I didn't think, um, you know, th- th- there were so many shots of just grass, like, moving in the wind. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. I mean, it was a cool, like, visual the first time. But th- there were points where I almost got my watch out and started to time it. Because, I was like, we are getting a good 45 seconds of grass moving and um, a lot of close-ups of rain droplets yeah like rain falling on grass and that. and it, you know it was all pretty but it just kind of it was trying to build like almost trying to make the grass a character and it, ultimately it just isn't anything like that it's not anything that deep or meaningful to me it was just kind of like what the hell's going on then the movie ended and i was like okay that kind of sucked and that's really mm-hmm. how i felt about it um i thought the um the brother and sister weren't that great actors in it. Um, they, I didn't really, you know, think I didn't really believe them as kind of um, what what the hell they were trying to do and their motivation. The brother was kind of being a little bit like he was like in love with his sister at times, and then mm. sometimes not. And then the sister just kind of made no sense. She's she's pregnant, heavily pregnant, and kind of her kind of motivations with her child and stuff are very flip floppy. Um, you know, I thought the, the, the uh, her ex-boyfriend kind of turns up and um, ends up in the grass. I thought he was okay. And obviously Patrick Wilson, we know is a good actor. Um, his, his character, I, I didn't enjoy um, in the movie. And, and then the little, there's like a little, obviously the little boy that calls for help that, just ultimately was quite flat as well. Like no one really stood out to me. And I feel like something like this needed a powerhouse performance to try to kind of make me believe and care about this weird, wacky circumstances that come about. Um, but, but in the end, yeah, it, 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 this was a big miss for me. Yeah, I, I pretty much agree. Really. It was, uh, I, I really liked the initial setup. Um, I liked how it kind of got to the, 
what the movie was going to be about almost straight away. You know, they, oh yeah, these guys are in the grass, like lost within ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, which I really I dug because I was like, okay, you're getting straight to the point of this based upon the title, and they immediately set up like what you said, the weird time manipulation stuff, which I thought was going to play a better part and a more interesting part. Um, kind of as I was watching it, my brain was already going like, especially when we get introduced to the kid and then like Patrick mm. Wilson's character, I was kind of like, Oh, is this going to be like the same character? But this is like him as a kid and then him as a, an adult and he's been yeah. there his whole life and all this different stuff. And ultimately all the ideas that were rushing from a hedges <laughs> weren't remotely what they were trying to do at all. And it was very basic. Um, I thought they were going to throw some Jumanji shit in there. Yeah, I just thought it was going to be more to it. Like, uh, early on, they introduced some weird twists with showing, like, dead things in the mm. grass, and that never really materializes. Am I right? Yeah, so, like, th- that thing was just... That never really materialized into anything. Um, no. I don't know. It was just... It was a whole... To me, this felt very Netflixy in the worst way, where it was kind of like... Yeah. It wasn't egr- egregiously bad in any way. It's it's watchable. Um, it's just not memorable in the slightest. And I think the, mm-hmm. the biggest disappointment is the fact that this is based upon, you know, King and Hill material. Mm-hmm. And um, I had I, don't, I have no idea about what In the Tall Grass was as a story or anything. And like what you said, I can very much assume that it was a short story because there's just no meat on the bones. Yeah, you know, I've there is no story. It and and it, is, it is based off a short story that they wrote together. And, you know, Joe, Joe Hill's got quite a lot of these that he's done. And yeah. My, you know, pretty much all of them as a short story. I'm like, oh, okay, that was really weird and didn't make a lot of sense. But okay, mm. it didn't waste my time because it was short. But kind of when you know when it's getting made into a feature, I'm just like, there's no meat on the bone already, and then you're trying to carve that out over the course of a feature. It just does not work. Yeah. Um, you know, and he has, you know, he's got full novels if you want to do, and you know obviously at this point they're they're scrapping for any King stuff that they can get, but um, yeah it, it really did feel like, like you said the worst kind of Netflix movie I mean, I mean, Netflix I mean, Netflix has not been prolific this year, has it? No. What have we had this year? I mean, obviously Stranger Things Just not Stranger at Things. The <laughs> and was incredible. I don't know um, if there's been anything else worth having on the service, to be yeah. quite honest I'm yeah, really struggling exactly. to think. There hasn't been any stand-up movies, has there? No, and even when I look at, like, the backdated stuff, you know, you've got... There's nothing in there that's interesting me, you know, and especially with stuff like Shudder that's just, like, smashing it with backdated cool stuff. They've got tons of 80s horror movies. Um, I think, like, From Beyond is the only thing that I've got, like, in my queue on Netflix mm. that I kind of want to watch. Uh, and, and yeah, yeah, and this this just adds to the disappointment for me. Um, yeah, Netflix are in a weird place. They've obviously they've been yeah. losing subscribers for the first time month on month this year. Um, you know, it's been long talked about how Netflix have never made a profit ever. Um, mm. You know, that's not their business model. Their business model is trying to gain <laughs> subscribers whilst raising the price and hope that yeah. one day they make a profit. And I feel like, man, it was a risky model if you never had competition. You know, but with that giant, yeah. that giant in the they, room starting in November in a month. Oh, obviously yeah. not in the UK. They're golden in the UK. Oh yeah, yeah. Because uh, we're just getting absolutely screwed as usual. Yeah, I mean, we we can't start talking about that on air because we will just get so mad. But, no, we've had plenty of yeah. conversations off air about how, how salty we are that we, we don't have. get Disney Plus, but you know, so salty. But um, yeah, <laughs> it's weird. And, Netflix and it just, yeah, and it just feels like you know, like their main their main man, like Flanagan, for us 
is has has kind of branched out to a big mainstream horror movie. Mm-hmm. He's back for Haunting of Hill House, but he's he's not directing everything. It kind of feels like I wonder what his deal was, and like because because he, he signed a multi yeah like a new uh, one this year thing. Was it this year? Was it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so yeah. that's only like Bly Manor is only the start of that, and then he is right, supposed to be making okay. like loads of new stuff for Netflix. Yeah, exclusively. So obviously that's still good that they've got him because um yeah you know last year they put out quite a bit and even if it was stuff like even stuff like the babysitter and stuff that we were watching mm. like it wasn't our favorite movie of the year but it was an enjoyable movie and you know there were quite a few like that the the kind of they they did quite a few that leaned into comedy mm. um but as you can tell like how I've already moved away from this movie like this movie just left no impression on me yeah. Um I, I was just looking on like IMDB and I, I honestly couldn't have told you what the main two cast members look like until I looked at it again. I was like, Oh yeah. yeah. That's what the brother and sister look like because they were just so unforgettable. And I'm trying to find like even the boyfriend, like what the hell did he look like? Yeah, like, he's just, just like really... generic scruffy like white dude. <laughs> yeah, just like yeah, there he is. Like yeah, I mean he could play John Connor, I guess. Um <laughs> But yeah, it was just kind of, you know, really, really bland. And and I really thought, because um, obviously, you know, this is only a short story, so that so the the script, you know, isn't there. You know, it is literally okay. There's tall grass and which it happens with time, blah blah blah. But the you know the, the script that was written, the dialogue, I thought was dreadful. The brother and sister. You think of about a, mo- a movie like Jeepers Creepers back in the day. That brother and sister dialogue just felt so genuine, and you you I, you honestly believe that they're brother and sister the way they're bickering and stuff. These two, it just felt awkward, and I was like, is he hitting on her? Like, is he hitting on her behind the you know? Actually, when the cameras turn off, is this like a thing that he's trying <laughs> to do, or like, is it is it a thing that they were trying to do for the script, or like, it just felt awkward? And mm-hmm. yeah, the the whole thing felt awkward for me. Um, as the movie started to get like into kind of, I guess action or you know the finale, um, I I found myself you know with with Netflix you know you're pretty much you know you're sat at home watching this you're not sat in a cinema, and so you have your phone like that you can use, and I sat I found myself like itching to pick up my phone and just look at anything mindless because I was bored. And I was like, I can't. We're we're doing this for the show. But like, if this mm. was not a movie for the show, I would be on my phone for for the for the entire finale. Yeah, it just it doesn't demand your attention in the slightest because it, it's very unclear with what they're even trying to say. Um, I think one thing as well is when when they go to like another location. Do you remember the part when they go to like a separate location mm-hmm. for the first time? And they end up on like a roof. Yeah. yeah. Um, that part of the movie, I was like, oh, this is the end. And we've got five yeah. to ten minutes left. And I paused it and we were an hour in. So what is this, like an hour and 40 minute yeah. movie? Yeah. And I was like, how on earth is there 40 minutes left? And yeah, they yeah. somehow filled it. And I don't know how. Um, but yeah, it was just, it was a whole lot of nothing really. And I agree with you. Like Patrick Wilson's character is just, just not good. And it's such a shame because like we love him. Mm. Um you know, I was so excited to see him when he first popped up. Yeah. I had such a smile on his face, and then when he was singing, I was like, "Oh my god, they're giving us Patrick Wilson singing!" You know, yeah. it, it wasn't Elvis, but like, <laughs> I'll take it. I, I was oh, so yeah. happy. It was genuinely like my favorite part of this movie by far. <laughs> um, but I then, don't know what your he... problem is with him singing? Like, it's a real. It. It's a he real, needs to release like, an album. <laughs> niche 
kind of problem that you've got here. Like, it's not a problem. <laughs> just accept it. Accept yeah, it. Yeah, accept imagine, it your heart. Imagine if he went on tour like Hugh Jackman did. <laughs> yeah, I know. That'd be so sick. Oh, dear. Elvis tribute act on tour. <laughs> it would be amazing but yeah it was just kind of like he's never really got to do anything and then when he goes like full kind of crazy it was just like oh this just feels so undeserved and kind of mm-hmm. weird and i agree with you this movie adds so many different elements like there's this obviously i don't want to spoil everything but i almost don't care because like i don't mm-hmm. think either of us are going to really recommend this movie but like this stone thing becomes this huge part of this movie and it's never remotely explained what the hell it is in the slightest mm-hmm. And it's just weird. It's just weird, isn't it? um, You know, again, it's kind of skirting around spoilers a bit, but you spoke about obviously like uh, there's like a dead person and that sort of thing. And kind of they start to, you know, play around with that and kind of uh, time, you know, jumping in time. I think you can read between the lines there. And it kind of just meant that like any character in kind of mortal peril just just had no consequence because i was like okay well they could jump forwards and backwards and like it doesn't really matter and that's the thing with the whole movie it kind of just had no consequence um when the movie kind of ended and like there are i guess happy endings for some characters and not so much for others but i kind of just felt like the other characters could just keep plugging away at it until they Mm. get get their happy ending um it just kind of felt like a bit like a shitty video game where eventually you're going to just beat it yeah um but yeah it yeah it was it this was one that kind of you know when it when it dropped on netflix um i we were proper excited for it when i kind of spoke about it in the upcoming films list this year obviously Mm. kind of having um patrick wilson and being a king and hill like story Mm. um it ticked all the boxes and i remember at the time we joked and was like oh it's a shame flanagan's not directing and it just shows like he obviously you know made a wise decision to stay away from this ip and kind of um you know i watched it the day it came out and so you know i was pretty much as hyped as you could be for it and yeah this was just a giant letdown for me yeah, I, I agree. It was just a disappointment. You know, I didn't hate it, but it was just like, it was instantly forgettable. Um, mm. You know, we're at the point now where we've seen around 50 movies for the show, and mm. this is easily like bottom 10. You know, it's not like yeah. the bottom, bottom, but it's like we've seen so many half decent movies that I'd recommend way before this. Um, yeah. You know, movies that won't come close to our end of year stuff, but were still way better than this movie. Oh, even uh, like Escape Room and stuff. Do you yeah, know what I mean, I like agree. it had so much substance to it, and like you know, it kept me engaged. Where this, you know, this made yeah, the cardinal sin of just overstaying its welcome and not having me mm. engaged at all. So yeah, if for me, it's it's two massive thumbs down. Like just because it's on a streaming platform, just don't even bother. Like if this is this is the only if this is the only reason that's keeping you to Netflix, just unsubscribe. Like. Because yeah. th- this is not worth it. Yeah, I completely agree. I don't. I don't even like say weird, huge King and Hill fans, huge Patrick mm. Wilson fans, and I. I don't see any merit in this. And I should say as well, like, I love like time travel type stuff as well. Yeah, and you love that shit. Yeah. I wasn't, I didn't know that going into this. So when they kind of early introduced that and hearing, you know, characters shout to people who aren't there and then you kind of like, you think they're doing the whole, you know, back to the future thing where they're setting stuff up for the future or whatever. You yeah. Know, later in the movie. And they just didn't, they, none of that made any sense towards the end where I was like, man, you had so much potential with this cool idea of mm. like, you know, people entering the grass. Cause like, you very early on this is slightly spoilery but very early on you realize that 
time doesn't work properly because of how people ended up in the grass that, yeah. that makes sense right um, yeah like basically yeah. like the reason why the kid was in the grass was because like the ex-boyfriend went in the grass and the reason why he went in the grass was to look for the couple in the grass so it's, like, it's kind of like this infinite loop that doesn't actually yeah. make sense and i think that's kind of interesting stuff like that um mm. but it just never remotely the thing with these was time travel things you know you've got to have such a cohesive clever idea that keeps it together you know the the yeah. simplicity of kind of back to future and it wrote rules and it kept it that way you know and that's why it's one of the all-time greats and kind of this just threw a lot of concepts at the wall and had no substance or rationale behind them um because I agree with you, like when these characters are kind of jumping into the grass because of different reasons, because of characters that should have entered after them. And mm -hmm. some characters may have been there for months, some hours, you know, you know, who know, who knows? And it was kind of like, oh, OK, this can be super interesting and they can kind of bump into a character that's been there two hours or they can bump into them when they're like 10, 10 minutes later and they've been there for a month and stuff yeah. because the time just gets all fucked up and like that could have been so clever and they could have left each other like messages or that sort of thing they're like oh, okay so how long have you been in the grass they're like right okay two weeks time watch out for the fucking you know dog or something do you know what i mean and like he'd done stuff like that and there was just nothing that was clever to do with the time travel it was it was a complete irrelevance to the movie as far as i was concerned kind of like we, the whole movie really yeah we've talked about that a lot as well where with time travel stuff there is such an amazing um you can get so much emotion out of that because obviously mm. the brutality of losing time with a loved one is so mm. clever with these types of stuff when you think back to like interstellar and how it oh, uses that like you know she's pregnant in this one so imagine if just at some point like she runs into her child who's an adult yeah you know, and stuff like that i really like, thought that was gonna happen i, yeah, I thought that the little really boy i thought the little boy was her child i'm not gonna lie for like a i thought that as well and then i also yeah. thought he was patrick wilson i thought that was like all of the same <laughs> like genuinely he was just an annoying little kid yeah <laughs> but yeah um, it yeah it, it it's just so frustrating man um because because yeah i felt like there could have been some opportunity there but um yeah just missed the mark yeah. So, yeah, I think we already said don't watch this movie. <laughs> it's not don't worth it, it, is it? Don't like I say, it, don't guys. hate it, but like there's so much better stuff across mm. all streaming platforms. Like even if you just have Netflix, there's better stuff on there. Yeah. Um but yeah. That was our discussion of In the Tall Grass. So we'll take a short break and we will be right back. Uh, yeah, so of course we do have some questions this week. Of course, you can always hit us up on Twitter at shbpod, or if you want to send us a longer email, it's superhorrorbrospodcast at gmail.com. Um, and yeah, we did have a couple of questions about the movie as well, didn't we, this week? Um, yeah. So yeah, do you want to do you want to go through them? Let's go for it. I mean, uh, this is not a question about the film, but uh, I want to want to read it anyway. <laughs> Cody uh, sent us a message saying, uh, "Watching the Banana Splits on Sci-Fi right now. Are you going to watch it?" I mean, this seems like your it? type of movie. Not, not, mean, not, not so much me, but I think this yeah. has got you written all over it. I mean, I will talk about Puppet Master once we've done these questions, and I kind <laughs> of feel like Banana Splits is the treat I deserve. Oh gosh! Um, <laughs> so, so, so it might, it might happen. Like either that or Critters. I just don't want to have to buy the Blu-rays. Mm. Um, you know, I'm, I'm hoping it will land on some sort of streaming platform that I can watch. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, checking out on Sci-Fi sounds like great. I'm, I'm yeah. down. <laughs> um, what about you? 
I will not be watching it now. <laughs> God damn. God damn. <laughs> uh, right, yeah, we've got a question from uh, Matt Davino. He said, uh, yeah, what the heck was going on in that movie? <laughs> I mean, as you can tell, we had no clue, man. <laughs> yeah, you asked the wrong guys. <laughs> yeah. I honestly thought, like, and again, like, probably half an hour in, I was kind of making all these little mental notes and thinking, like, right, okay, I'm going to unravel this motherfucker. And by, by about an hour and ten, I was like, I don't care. Please yeah. just roll credits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, he goes on to say, um, yeah, I mostly enjoyed it, but parts of the film, it seemed like they were in a determined time loop, a la dark, and other things like characters dying and then not being dead later and escaping the grass go completely against that. Um, yeah, I agree that, like, you know, one minute the time loop seems super important and then suddenly yeah characters dying and not being dead and kind of escaping and everything just just made all of the stuff they set up seemed pointless mm. um so yeah I'm, I'm glad you still enjoyed it um but yeah it, it it completely lost me as i've said yeah um and then yeah uh bombshells and blue shells uh sent in a question said hi guys love the show thank you very much uh two questions how tall is the grass i mean how tall is the grass bro <laughs> because because yeah, uh, <laughs> at some points it seems to be feet above them and other times a pregnant lady can jump above it i mean yeah this i did find that bit weird yeah. when she when she jumped early on i was like there's no way this girl can do like a 10 foot standard jump when she's pregnant no and especially because even the way it was shot because at points the grass is quite short and at some points it's super tall and in mm. that scene it was super tall and she kind of did this weird jump and then hung in the air like a basketball player. Like, <laughs> yeah. it was impressive. Like, it if, was. There, if, if there was a hoop player, she would have slam dunked the shit out of it. <laughs> um, and um, uh, where are we? Oh, yeah. Also, uh, is this lit by the same people who did the last season of Game of Thrones? Uh, <laughs> struggling with the night scenes. Um, I don't... I mean, I had a lot of problems with the film and probably just weren't paying much attention. But I didn't... It, it it wasn't something that stuck in my mind, but then oh, it did, did it did for me. Movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm glad they brought this up because I thought the night scenes looked really bad. Um, a lot of the stuff around the kind of the big stone and when Patrick is doing a lot of his monologues, I thought all those scenes were so poorly lit. And do you know what it was? And this is just a complete stab in the dark, um, no mm-hmm. pun intended. But I think that um, it looked like they filmed it in the day and then artificially made it look like night. Yeah, you're right, actually. I do kind That's of what remember that like. a couple of times, especially with the dusk stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, I've been watching a hell of a lot of 80s horror movies and older m- horror movies recently. Yeah. And, like, they do that all the time. And it's so <laughs> obvious, but it's kind of charming because these movies are just filled with charm. Um, and, yeah, it feels like this one might have done that as well. You are right. Um, I think you kind of touched upon it. But, yeah, it's just, like... I was I was pleased that I couldn't see what was going on at times. Like you know, at least to get my eyes rest. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then um, another Matt sent in a question. Uh, Twitter handle later alas noose maybe nailed it. Uh, I think I smashed it. <laughs> uh, Velociraptors? Question mark. They're in the tall grass. I mean, that would have been sick, right? Yeah, you just reminded me of like a much better movie, and yeah. I wish I'd have watched Jurassic yeah. Park two instead of oh, this. <laughs> that scene in Lost World, man. <laughs> That's like, a great movie. Imagine... Such an underrated movie that is. Yeah, it really is. Like, Cause Cause I think I at think... the time everyone was like, "Oh, it's not Jurassic Park," and it's like, "Well, yeah, it's not, but it's it's still sick." <laughs> yeah, and it's the perfect continuation. Mm. Like it 
T-Rexes were awesome. Velociraptors were awesome. Like, it was a great movie. Mm-hmm. Jurassic Park, hey? Yeah. Decent remember, franchise. Remember when it was good? Decent franchise. I'm just playing. I like the most recent one. Yeah. Oh, when that when the uh, Brontosaurus was just there on the island when it was all smoldering and yeah. the smoke just, oh, broke my little heart. <laughs> but yeah, Velociraptors are not in this movie, sadly enough. <laughs> Is that all the questions for this week? I think so, bro. <laughs> I think I'm going to get you to do them more often because that's quite entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. So, uh, can, can I talk about Puppet Master now? Oh, yeah, just one second. I was just going to mention some feedback as well. Um, so, yeah, uh, Sean sent us some really nice emails recently. And, yeah, I wanted to thanks uh, to the people because we did receive a couple of reviews on iTunes mm. over the, the past week, of course, after you called to arms last week. Um, I did indeed. So thank you very much, but keep them coming. Like like we said before, yeah. it's the best way to give back to us completely free. Mm-hmm. Just, a, just a couple of minutes of your time to write us a nice review, and we would greatly appreciate it for all the hours of entertainment. Even a mediocre one, if that's how you feel. Like, you <laughs> no. know. Four, four and a half stars or better. Oh, <laughs> uh, dear. I mean, I'm not going to talk about Puppet Master movies, so, you know, we deserve all we get. Yeah, I was going to say, don't don't let that influence your review, <laughs> is all I'll say. Um, but yeah, also, um, Sean sent us a couple of emails. Um, the one thing I wanted to uh, call out was uh, that he's watched a lot of movies that we haven't covered for the show, mm, yeah. um, which I greatly appreciate because it gives us a sense of what are the movies that we do need to be watching before the end of year. Um, one that he did watch was Mary, um, which was at Fright Fest this year, mm. and... Um, it's the sort of new ghost story on a boat, it looks like, with Gary Oldman. Yeah. Um, and this did look really interesting, actually. Could could we have seen this? Did did we? I think it was, it was, it was on the Saturday. Oh, okay. I thought it. I thought we could have seen this, but yeah. I think it was midday um, Saturday. All right, um, yeah. But, but yeah, yeah he, it didn't he, overly interest me. No, and, and judging what he said, I think we were kind mm. of right. He's, he didn't hate it by any means. I think he said it was like a 6 out of 10. Um, mm. But he said that, you know, he's glad he checked it out, obviously, but it's not, you shouldn't rush out to see it anytime soon. Um, yeah. And yeah, he's going to see Zombieland as well, the new one. So definitely let us know how that is. Because, man, seeing those trailers, like the trailers look honestly terrible yeah um so i'm really curious if that movie's any good or not um yeah i mean if you could just record us a little review of it then like, <laughs> yeah. that'd be great because we're we are not going to do an episode on it so, <laughs> no. you know, um at least we can get one on the feed then <laughs> yeah um he's also going to see parasite which th- this movie is interesting we've not really talked about it but um it's from the guy who did snowpiercer mm. um which i adore snowpiercer so much so movie. i definitely want to see what that's up to as well um and then he says a movie called eli is arriving on netflix uh, soon as well and again another one that i don't really know too much about um mm. i had a look and it's got the girl from stranger things the redhead um oh, okay yeah billy's sister i can't remember mm-hmm. her name um mm-hmm. but she's in it max. um yeah that's max, it max. max yeah max yes um well remembered i knew you'd remember it um <clears throat> but uh god stranger things that's a show isn't it um oh. let's just I think feel, back to I when netflix like... is good like haunted of hill house yeah. stranger things i feel like i might have to watch all three seasons again before i cancel that sub before the uh christmas special <laughs> no they haven't announced it yet i no, think that's not happening yeah more like just hoping rather than it was, it was brave it was brave mm. we shall see um but yeah mm. why, don't you, why don't you quickly end us off with some terrible movies that you've been watching recently yeah i mean it's over guys it's over I've have you seen them all them. i've seen them all holy i kind of just want to thank you thank you uh, how many how many was that? 
I mean, I also watched Demonic Toys and Puppet oh Master God. versus Demonic Toys because I wanted to be the completionist. Uh, How many movies it, is that? It's like 14, I think. Oh, my God, you are a psycho. <laughs> yeah. Right, rank them now. What's number 14? Um, oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, I can are tell they, you... Are they all just equally as bad? <laughs> yeah. No, probably not. I mean, there's there's probably a bracket of like... What are the best three? There are three that you you possibly should watch. The best right, one. Right? Can I you guess? Because I haven't even seen them. Yeah. <laughs> is it Littlest Reich, Puppet Master yeah. Two? Yeah. And I don't know what the third one is. They're the only two ones that people say and, are any good. And, and Puppet Master One. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Like, they're the only ones that anyone should watch. I think Puppet Master Three. So like one and two are enjoyable movies. It's just a shame you don't get enough of the puppets. But when you get them, it's fun. Um. You've got some crazy um, stuff going on with Toulon in Puppet Master 2 as well. He kind of comes back from the dead and, like, is this corpse with all bandages on and stuff like that. It's fun. 3 is, like, a backstory um, set in the war with Toulon in, like, <laughs> uh, like running away from Nazis and stuff. And it's kind of like... It's not really a Puppet Master movie. The puppets are just kind of there. And that's kind of the, the case with a lot of these movies from then on. Um, but I still kind of dug 3. Like, it was still watchable. But from then, it just became pretty much dog shit. Like, <laughs> um, four and five, they go back to the hotel, and it's literally the same movie twice, where the, the four happens, and it was pretty much unenjoyable. Five picks up with the surviving character waking up in hospital, going back to the hotel and doing the exact same thing again. Um, it was bizarre. Um and this kind of happens with a couple of Puppet Master movies where they try to, like, build these little trilogies within them and have, like, returning characters. And it, it just gets worse and worse, really. Um, it's weird because they then had the Axis trilogy, which is kind of the last three before Littlest Reich came out. And these movies, uh, like, at that point, I was like... Why is it called that? Is that the people that made it or...? Um, no, it's just that, so there's Axis of Evil and then Puppet Master X, which is what they're calling Puppet Master 10, even right. though there were 11 movies out at that point, Brilliant. uh, because they decided they were no longer going to include, um, Puppet Master versus Demonic Toys as a canon movie. <laughs> right. Uh, so that was great because Charles Bands, so the, the, Charles Band is the guy that's pretty much like spearheaded this entire franchise. And I'm not going to lie, kind of hate the bloke because I had to watch <laughs> all of these movies. <laughs> you didn't have to. No, you're right. I didn't. <laughs> um we have to watch a lot so, of shit for this show but you didn't you this was your own choice yeah i don't really know what got into me to be honest <laughs> <laughs> but he directed the 10th one and so that's why he made it the 10th one he created Great. his own canon to so he could direct the 10th one um but these three made me laugh probably the most in terms of like the first one of the axis movies was a terrible story with a terrible cast they then continued the story with a new cast and got people that were worse than the original ones they made me hate the ter miss the terrible cast from the first one right um it was just so bad um so yeah just don't don't do it guys like the best one uh, is the most recent and just just go check that one out and then move, move on happily unlike me uh demonic toys was weird as well man like, I really thought that one might have been interesting because, you know, <laughs> the, it, 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 this standalone movie, these toys come into life. And it's just done in the most uninteresting way ever, where 
some people just kind of break into this factory and they're, and they're like, so why does this factory exist? They're like, oh yes, yeah, to keep these fucked up boys hidden. And then there's just they just like break out and they're in this factory. And I was like, this nice. is really not the movie I expected. It's demonic toys. I was expecting them to be like running around, not just like tethered to this factory. Mm. Um, but yeah, kind of. Um, we will speak about it kind of another point, but kind of they, they talk about Charles Band a bit in the, the um, upcoming 80s um, horror documentary. And obviously this guy right. kind of, he pretty much like spearheaded the straight to video uh, scene in the 80s. And you can really tell that because he was just churning out these movies for mugs like me to watch because it's got a name associated to it, you know? Yeah. And, um, you know, it really is a conversation to be had whether what's worse what's what angers me more hellraiser or puppet master <laughs> i mean i have to watch the hellraiser movies again to uh to make that conclusion which is something i might have to do the thing is hellraiser was like genuinely incredible at one point yeah um you know at least the first two movies um yeah and probably more you know i don't know the rest well enough um yeah to really the third, judge. The third has its merits and i yeah. kind of enjoyed the goofiness of the fourth one Yes, yeah, those those first two, I think. It's oh, the first two are exceptional. Good. I mean, they hang with like the greats. That is definitely my number one movie that I'd like to see remade. I don't know why necessarily because I think it'd be really hard to do, especially with mm. Pinhead. But I just love those characters of like Frank, and uh, I just think that would be so awesome to the, see. The, prob- with, like, the problem modern is special effects. Um, Pinhead transcended those characters into like pop culture and everything else. So yeah. I don't know how you make a Hellraiser sequel and have Pinhead as a as a in the shadows character for mainstream audiences and that sort of thing. So I just don't know whether they'd ever make it because obviously, yeah, the the, the story of those first two movies are Julia and Frank and their yeah. their fucked up love story and relationship. Um, you know, and that's what made them so good. And kind of Pinhead doesn't even need to be in those two movies. I was going to uh, say I would be so happy with a new Hellraiser that doesn't have Pinhead. Yeah. <laughs> Because you yeah. can have the box and, and you just, can have new centibytes. Yeah, that would be that would be sick. Mm. I mean, that would be the way I'd like to see it go. Like, I've Definitely. seen enough Pinhead. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Pinhead um, is cool and all, but yeah, he is. But cool. Yeah, so that's yeah. Dis- that, that was disappointing spell of my life. But yeah. So is that, have you moved on now? Is this the last time we're ever going to hear you talk about Puppet Master? Yeah, yeah. You're safe, guys. You're safe. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to just watch oh, things that are, that are good for now. I was going to say, there's plenty of good stuff we need to watch. Um, yeah, in the coming weeks, in fact. Because, yeah, what, what are we going to be discussing next week? A movie that came out on Blu-ray recently? Um, mm-hmm. We are going to be discussing Rabid. Mm. Very interesting yeah. one. Obviously, it was at, had its world premiere at Fright Fest. Um, yeah. And this will be an interesting conversation because you've seen the original and I haven't. Uh, I know. I'm really, I'm really looking forward to that because I have some thoughts and... Yeah. You'll have none. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have some thoughts, just not about the original. Well, you have some thoughts on the movie, yeah. I mean, yeah. I hope you will. But, um, <laughs> well, I don't know, I've not seen it yet. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, it was good that we got such a quick release of it, kind of one on one movies has put it out. Um, and they've they've been, you know, churning out some decent kind of releases, so shout out to them. Yeah, I really wasn't expecting Rabbit Out now. Like when you when they were talking about the movie at Fright Fest, they were being so coy about release dates where mm. I thought this was going to be like a 2020 movie. Um, yeah. So crazy this out as soon. Yeah. Good times. Good times. And we are mere two weeks away from oh, Doctor Sleep. I'm going to have to watch The Shining again. I cannot yeah. wait. Cannot wait. I'm so goddamn excited. But yeah, that will have to wait for a few weeks. But yeah, this was episode 166 where we talked about In the Tall Grass. Uh, thanks for listening as always. And we'll see you again very soon. 
See you later, everyone. Now, could I start now? Honey, I'm down now.